You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, 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 my friends. Today we are talking about how to do the mindset work. I think this is such a good question and it's a question that I had for a long time when I was first introduced to the coaching world and you know the idea of being able to do personal or self-development work and that was really my introduction to mindset so the question I had at the time was like well how do you do the work (laughs) and of course there are loads of different books out there that will help you with this there are so many incredible personal development books out there but ultimately how do you do the work so this episode has been inspired by an email that I sent out to my email list if you're not on it I highly recommend you jump on there my friends you can just visit the website and get on there xenajones.com so in summary I'm going to share a little bit of that email with you and I started out with a little bit of tough love So if you're about to set the same goal for the second, third, fourth year in a row, stop. Now, how many of us have done that with weight loss? Be honest, I know I have, probably 10 years in a row. (laughs) I used to, every New Year's, I would set the same goal. I'm going to lose 10 kgs this year. I'm going to lose 10 kgs this year, right? I'm going to get down to a size 10 or I'm going to get you know, whatever the goal was, I'm going to get abs, right? Some form of weight loss goal year after year after year. And my friends, this is not some new year, new me bullshit. As I said, tough love. If something hasn't magically changed in the last year or two, this year isn't going to be any different unless you change your mindset. So, Here's the thing, you know what you need to do or you at least know where to start, especially when we talk about weight loss. And I don't want to bang on about weight loss, but it's such an easy one. We know, eat less, be more active. Why doesn't it happen? (laughs) Because of what's happening in our head, the mindset piece, right? The way we are thinking about the goal, the way we're thinking about the action we have to take. The shit we've got to do in order to make it happen. And the way we think about ourselves and what we are or are not capable of. The answer is mindset. So if we change our mindset, we achieve the goal. I want you to hear that again. If you change your mindset, you will achieve the goal. Probably faster and with a lot more ease than you ever thought possible. Make your goal Master your mindset, because if you change your mindset, you will change your life, period. So what is mindset? What does that even mean? 
And the most simple way to put this is your mindset is your attitude. It is the way you think and how you feel. Now, it is not fixed in place. It is not determined by what happens outside of you in the world, what happens to you, right? It is determined by what happens inside of your mind. And you have full 100% control of your mindset, of your attitude, of the way you think and feel. That shit doesn't happen to you. It happens in your mind. You and your brain create it. So I've shared a story before about the first time that I visited Fiji. And when I arrived in Fiji, I remember seeing these little kids kicking around a Coca-Cola bottle, an empty Coca-Cola bottle, as if it was a soccer ball. They were kicking it around and they were so happy, smiling and laughing. And I also remember all of the Fijian people that we encountered were so friendly and happy. Like it was like I was on a different planet because people at home here in New Zealand were never that friendly and happy. So we wouldn't like be walking down a dirt path heading to, you know, a restaurant or something. And people would stop you and say, Bula, how are you? Welcome to Fiji. Like they were just so excited. They wanted to chat with you. They were smiling and happy. They were like wanting to hug you. They would love getting photos with you. They were just such happy people laughing and smiling all the time. And they had so little. Like, I remember seeing where some of these people were living once we would, you know, strike up a conversation and ask, can I see where you live? And I remember as we were on this island, seeing like they were in a little shack, like a little hut. And they were so happy to show us and to chat with us. And they didn't want anything from us, just conversation and connection. It was so beautiful. Such happy people, right? They had so little. They're kicking around Coke bottles. So happy. Why are they so happy? Because of their mindset, not because of what they have or don't have because of their mindset. Okay. So this is a huge topic, my friends. We could talk about this for hours and we have a ton of episodes here that give you a lot of mindset tips, tools and tricks. So I wanted to narrow it down to three key things that I think are really important when it comes to doing the mindset work and understanding how you can apply it in your life to change your attitude, to change the way you think and feel, and ultimately to change your life. Okay. So number one is what are you making this mean and what else could it mean? So I had a client who had been single for a long period of time and was really afraid of dating. And she decided that one of her goals was that she wanted to explore finding someone to share her life with and simply even just leave her comfort zone and, you know, connect with people and go on dates and have coffee or meet up and go for a walk, that kind of thing. That was such a stretch for her. So that was simply where we started. And she decided that she was going to download some dating apps and connect with people that way. 
And she connected with somebody that she really liked and they had great conversation going back and forth and they agreed that they would meet for coffee. And he ghosted her. He just stopped texting. He just dropped off the face of the planet. She never heard from him again. And she made that mean that she had been rejected and that he didn't like her. And because he didn't like her, he didn't want to meet with her. So he just deleted the app or he deleted her. Right. And she felt terrible. Of course, she was feeling rejected. She was feeling really hurt. Now, what she was making it mean is he didn't like her and she was being rejected. Okay. And of course, when you feel that way, you're probably going to want to quit and give up as she did. She was like, stuff this. I don't want to be on these dating apps. I don't want to do this. This feels terrible. This is too hard. This is awful. No. Right. So that mindset was going to lead her down the path of quitting and giving up. And so we explored what else could this mean? Right. It could mean that he had a family emergency. It could mean that he met somebody else and he just didn't have the guts to tell her that. It could mean that he died. He got hit by a bus. It could mean that he lost his phone. It could mean that he just was too scared to meet her in person. He just decided to delete the app. He couldn't do it. It was too hard for him. It could mean a whole host of things and we will never know his motive and why he decided to, to stop contacting her. Well, we have no idea, but we get to decide what we want to make it mean and what we want, what we decide to make it mean is going to determine how we feel. And I shared a story with her about how many years ago when I was on the dating apps, I was so terrified of meeting someone in person when I would start a conversation and they'd say, so, hey, do you want to get together and have a drink? I'd be like, fuck that. I would delete the app. And the conversation would immediately stop because I was too terrified of that next step. It meant nothing about the person on the other end of the phone. It meant nothing about the connection that we'd created. I was too scared. That was it. And I shared that with her. It meant nothing about the other person. It was all about me. And that gave her the ability when we brainstormed all of these different things that it could mean. And I shared my story. It gave her the ability to see actually it doesn't necessarily mean anything about her and she gets to decide what she wants to make it mean and that's going to determine how she feels and the way she feels is going to determine whether or not she keeps showing up to achieve this goal of finding someone to share her life with right so that mindset is so important when it comes to achieving our goals and continuing to take action, especially when we have setbacks, when things don't go the way we want them to go. Okay, so that's number one is what are you making this mean and what else could it mean? I recommend you come up with a list, brainstorm a list of three to five things that it could mean other things. Okay, number two, how do you want to feel about this? And what would you need to believe in order to feel that way? So I'm going to give you a few examples here. So let's say you've had an argument with your partner about Christmas Day. And they have said that they don't want to spend the whole day at your family's house. They only want to spend a couple of days there. And you're pissed because you want to spend the whole day with your family. How 
do you want to feel about that? Right now you are pissed at your partner because he only wants to spend a few hours there. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel pissed? Because if you want to feel pissed, that's okay. But just notice how that's going to impact your interactions with your partner for the remainder of the day or the week. And possibly your interactions with other people too when you're coming from the energy of being pissed. So yes, totally, you can stay that way. But how do you want to feel? Maybe you want to feel, and I'm not saying you want to feel happy about it, but maybe you just want to feel calm or at peace, right? Maybe you just want to feel like, you know, this doesn't have to be a problem. So what would you need to believe in order to feel that way? So if I put myself in that situation, I would probably just want to feel at peace with it. Like that's his decision. He can take, we can take two cars and he can come home early. And I can stay. This doesn't have to be a problem, right? I can enjoy the time with my family and time with my partner later. Like that is the, what I would need to believe is this doesn't have to be a problem. And then I would feel calm, at peace, at ease. Okay, so how do you want to feel about this? And what would you need to believe in order to feel that way? I'll give you another example. Let's say you've just had a nose to tail car accident, so a minor car accident. And I had this not that long ago where I slammed on the brakes because the vehicle in front of me had stopped and the person behind me ran up the back of my car. Now, nobody was hurt, but initially like you're in shock and you're like, fuck, like my car is damaged. Now what? What am I going to do? I've got all these things to do, right? It was early in the morning. I was on the way to the gym, had a full day of things to do. <laughs> I was like, shit, right? Of course, you're not expecting this. You're going to be pissed. You're going to be upset. You're going to be scared. You're going to be, you know, all the things. So how do you want to feel about this? And what do you need to believe in order to feel that way? So when I got back in that car and I was shaken up and I was pissed, I, re I remember telling myself, Nobody was hurt. It could have been a lot worse than it was. We're very lucky. And I felt really at peace with it. I was not bothered at all. I was like, shit happens. This is really no big deal. And I felt really at ease. I felt really calm and grounded. Okay. Let me give you another one. So let's say you arrive at your holiday destination. Let's say you turn up to Paris and your luggage didn't arrive. Somehow it went missing and the airline has no idea where it is. And you're gutted. You're absolutely disappointed. You're like, all of my beautiful holiday outfits. Now I'm going to have to go and buy new clothes. How am I going to get in touch with my insurance company? Like, I haven't even set up my phone. Is it going to work to be able to ring a number back home? And you're freaking out. You're panicking. All of these things. And you hop in a cab to go to your hotel. How do you want to feel about the fact that your luggage has not turned up? Do you want to be freaking out? Do you want to be panicking? Do you want to be disappointed? Maybe you do and that's okay. But maybe you don't. Okay. Because if you're going to stay in that energy for your entire trip, your whole week in Paris, it's probably going to have a negative impact on your trip. If you're in that mindset, it's probably going to impact your trip in a negative way. Okay. I have had this. My situation was when i Got, arrived into Budapest in Hungary and I jumped in a cab and I went to the hotel and the taxi cab driver he ripped me off he took like a third of of my money maybe more I think it was more I think it was like two thirds he left me with a third and that's a long story but anyway he ripped me off and I realized when he'd, he'd taken off and I had got my bag and I was in hotel reception and they said to me oh yeah it's a really well-known scam I was like I felt stupid 
That's how I felt. I felt so stupid that I didn't know and that happened to me. And I was really mad and pissed and disappointed and I wanted to go home. I was like, fuck this. This is awful. I don't like it here. (laughs) It was my mindset. And imagine staying. I was there for three nights. It was a long weekend. Imagine spending the rest of my time in Budapest in that energy. It would have sucked. I probably wouldn't have even left my hotel room, right? But instead... What I did is I spent some time, I got into my hotel room and I checked in, I sat on the bed. I remember there was a mirror opposite the bed, weird setup. Anyway, and I was just like looking at myself, crying in the mirror. And eventually I was like, I, you know what? Like, I am not going to let this ruin my trip. This is one person. This is not a representation of all of the people here. I want to have a good time. I want to see and do all the things that I came here for and I want to have fun. And that man obviously needed that money more than me, whatever, right? Those were all the things that I needed to believe in order to feel better and to have an incredible time to make the most of it. I still look back at some of the photos to this day and it was like, I don't know, 10 years ago. It was ages ago. And I still look back and have such fond memories of the remainder of that trip, right? And it's a great travel story now, (laughs) So again, what do you want to feel about this? Uh, Sorry, how do you want to feel about this situation? And what would you need to believe in order to feel that way? Right? Because remember, if you if you stay in that mindset, it's going to have a negative impact on the rest of your day on the rest of your week on the rest of the event, the occasion, right? So what else is possible here? So that was number two. And number three is one of my favorite questions. What would it look like to have my own back right now? Fuck, I love that question. (laughs) So I was actually having a chat yesterday with my hairdresser and she was telling me about how, so she is going through menopause right now. And one of the things that she's been really working on is loving and accepting her body as her body has changed and she's put on some weight. And she said, it's not so much about necessarily losing the weight, but I have been working with a nutritionist around what are the best things to fuel my body with to feel good and also, you know, keep it at, at a healthy weight. And she was saying how one of the things that she's really working on this time of year is not beating herself up when she eats a little bit more or when she goes off the plan that she had for that day. And I mean, when I say this time of year, we are in December of 2022. So there are a lot of Christmas parties and functions and celebrations, right? There's a lot of those sorts of things happening. And she said that it's not about, you know, trying to make up for it if you, if you, you know, eat that piece of cake or have that candy or whatever. She said, it's not about, you know, trying to make up for it later in the week or the next day or over exercising or anything like that. It's more about, you know, being kind and compassionate and understanding and just knowing that this is okay. And I just stick with, you know, the plan for the remainder of the day or, you know, start again the next day. It doesn't have to be a problem. And I said to her, oh, that's exactly what it means to have your own back. Right. Like that is what it looks like to have your own back. I had um, planned to go for a run this morning. Okay. And I woke up and yesterday at the gym, I don't know what we did, but my calf muscles are so tight and sore. (laughs) I don't know. Right. I don't know what we did, but I actually have exercised for the last three, 
maybe four days in a row. And my body's kind of sore. My knees were kind of hurting as I was walking down the stairs. And so I was listening to that. I was like, you know what? I think my body is actually saying no. And I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, but I had planned to do it today and I can't do it tomorrow. So, and then I asked myself that question, hang on, what does it look like to have my own back right now? Now, some people might say, no, you go for the run because you can't do it tomorrow, right? But for me, I was like, I'm going to, having my own back right now is listening to my body and my body is saying, hey, we need a rest. And that's okay. I get a couple days off. That's totally okay. I'm not going to beat myself up for it. I'm going to be totally supportive and understanding and compassionate with my body. So what would it look like to have your own back if you get a negative comment on a Facebook post that you made? right? On a dress that you're wearing, right? An outfit you've got on. What would it look like to have your own back? I'll give you an example. I got a comment. I've just recently joined TikTok. I'm having so much fun. I swear it's all dance videos and funny things. It's great. So I recently, yesterday I posted a video and it was like an educational video about a mindset tip. And a man commented on that saying, you need to get yourself a boyfriend and a job. That was his comment. And I read it and I was like, ooh, you brave. Because <laughs> I'm going to make an entire video for you. <laughs> you guys should come and hang out with me on TikTok because just you watch. But I remember that there, you know, it was only not that long ago for me where I would have read something like that and I would have been so fucking pissed. I would have been like, how dare you? <laughs> I would have been super angry. Right? So what would it look like to have my own back in that situation? Right? That's going to vary for each of us. But having my own back was like, I'm not going to reply to this comment right now. I'm going to think about exactly how I want to create a video to address this. Because there is a bigger issue at play here. Right? Having my own back was kind of like laughing it off. I screenshotted it and sent it to a couple people. I was like, he has no idea what's coming. <laughs> so again, I ask you, question three, what would it look like to have your own back right now? Okay. And so much of having your own back is removing the judgment. And when I say the judgment, the judgment that you place on yourself, the shoulds, right? Like I should do this or, you know, I should be further along or, you know, I should make up for that, right? It's removing and eliminating the beating yourself up and instead coming from a place of curiosity and compassion, being kind and supportive and loving and prioritizing you and what you need. Okay. Doing mindset work is simple, but it's not always easy, especially when as humans, we all have a built-in negativity bias in our brains. It does require us to be deliberate and pay attention to our brains, to our thoughts and our feelings. It is an investment of time if you want to do the mindset work. So I make this a regular part of my day. I journal every morning for approximately anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes, on average 20, okay? And what I also do is I pay attention to myself throughout the day. If I'm in a mood, (laughs) like if I can tell that I'm in in negative headspace, I will literally, if I have the time and the availability, right, I will like stop what I'm doing, grab out my journal or my phone and just jot down a few of the things going through my mind and have a look at them, okay? So 
doing the mindset work is really about being aware of how your attitude, your thoughts and feelings is impacting your day and your interactions with everyone else. And ultimately doing the mindset work is about seeing how your attitude, your thoughts, your feelings ultimately determines the quality of your life and what your life looks like. It's about choosing how you want to feel and what you want to think to support that, right? And it's also seeing that you can create a life in an environment that you enjoy living by using your mindset, right? Ultimately, your mindset determines the quality of your life. If you think about some of the most successful people you know, and you can think about famous people if you wish, like anyone you know in your life who is really successful, anyone famous that you admire and look up to who is really successful, think about how much of their success would they attribute to their mindset? What do you think their mindset is like? Right? That is worth thinking about. Because mindset plus action equals success. All right, my friends, have a beautiful, amazing week. Huge love to you all. I'll see you soon. Hey, friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Zena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Zena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.